The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sheriffan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sheripan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt with you here live on YouTube and Twitter, replayed on Sirius XM channel one nine and on sports grid. We are back after a very difficult day yesterday. And, and, and Dave, I just wanted to start right here at the top to say thank you to the brigade because yesterday was what's different. Yeah. How are you? We're going to get back to the normal topics you expect from us. But at the top, obviously, we're going to address what happened yesterday. But how are you on this Thursday? Um, I will echo your thoughts first and foremost. Thank you to the brigade. Um, knowing what we knew at the time, doing what we did here was really a big part of what went on in this house, keeping everybody calm. So it was good. I mean, we got we got FBI guys, we got police guys, we got concerned people that know how to get information here. I felt more informed here than I did with the with the general news. So that was awesome. Um, I can't describe in words that would do it justice or what it was like to go pick up Kels. I can't. Um, and then letting her talk all night. We just, you know, I, I think I fell asleep. Uh, she was on the phone with someone retelling the story for the hundredth time. Maybe over. It was over that because I listened to it a hundred times at dinner and was so happy to do it. Um, it was scary for a lot of people. <laughs> it was scary for, I was glad you didn't have to go to class. I can tell you that. I was glad that a lot of people that, um, I mean, I got off the air when we got done. That's when I started to kind of reach out to the people that I know on campus. And one of the first people that I reached out to is the guy who brought me to UNLV. And he, him and I met through a thing called the Rebel Media Group. I was the radio liaison. He worked for Marvel for years. His name is Ben Morse. And... I just texted him and said, Hey, you okay? And he wrote back, it happened in the building I was in. And I said, wait a minute, you teach in the business office? He said, yeah. He goes, half of our journalism classes, he goes, your class is never over there, but half of our journalism classes is over there. Right. Is in that room. I mean, yeah. and I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I heard it. I heard the shots. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah. He's like, I got the kids, got them out. And then I ran. And I just was like, that's when it became super real and super close to home. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I can't get, until I find out the names and the identities of the three people who lost their lives, I, I can't shake this. Like I, I, I have this feeling in my stomach that it just won't go away. Yeah. And I just, it's this dread of like, okay, 
We know who the guy was. We have an idea of some motive. And if that's the motive, I, I just, where are we as a country? If that's the real motive as to what this guy did and why he did this at 67 years of age, but who did he take with him? I have to like, that is such an, a scary, still not finished part of this story because families are being told the worst thing ever when they're getting called by authorities to say your loved one was taken from you right. for what a guy not getting a job. Yeah. I, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. So until that part of the story gets finished, I'm not going to be able to just close the book and start to really deal with the emotions of what just happened because my anger grows when I start thinking about, I love taking my daughter to campus with me. I absolutely love it. It is a monster moment for her and I, because I don't know how you were growing up, but I was dictated to a lot as a kid. I was told, go to high school. I was told, go to college. 99% of my graduating class went to college. There was no question. Two right. kids didn't go to college. They went to the military. Everyone on this, no one had a, a, a bridge year. Nobody took a year off. Like it was unheard of. You would have been ostracized in my community because higher education was looked at as the end all be all. Like you are going to college. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even, an option. I didn't even get an option. I wasn't even like, was hey, go do something else. Go find yourself. Go explore. No, it was like 340 kids and 338 went to college. I don't want that for Madeline. I, I, I want her to understand why you want to go to college. And I think if I was shown college in high school in the way that I'm trying to present it to my daughter as a reward for the hard work you do in elementary school, middle school, in high school, I probably, I, may, I don't know. I may have, I may have approached things differently. I, I don't know. I may have gone differently to school. Like I may have looked at my schoolwork differently rather than like something I have to do or something I want to do. Like I get to do it versus you must do it to be a proper member of society. You have to have that thing on the wall, which is right there. Right. So, the idea is some storage unit, by the way. That's <laughs> like if I can't take my kid to school with me, yeah, that makes me want to. But like, I go, well, then he can't win. This this maniac can't win. I'm doing it. In the back of my head, I'm like, you're frozen. You haven't moved in three uh, seconds. Hold on, come back. The last words you said was this maniac oh. wins. This maniac wins if I don't bring my nine-year-old, but what do I do to make myself feel safe about bringing my nine-year-old? Am I supposed to bring a weapon? Like what, like, like what, like what, what do I do? I, I, so I haven't processed that. I'm not there yet. I have, luckily I have, I don't, I'm not due back on campus to start the spring semester until January. Middle of January. So yeah, I have weeks. Yeah, I, I have weeks to process. I have weeks to kind of, I won't be back on campus for a long time for, you know, after the holidays and everything else. But th that my daughter loves my students. She, she's friends with two of my students. She sends text messages to them to, like, now. Right. She asked me, are Ash and Bree okay? Right. And I'm like, yeah, they're yeah. okay. She's like, you're sure. I'm like, I'm sure. I've talked to both of them. They're both yeah. fine. Bree was one of the ones who was texting me during the show. So I'm like, yes, I'm like, they're fine. Like, you yeah. know, she loved Brie babysat her for a couple of times. I mean, right. like, like she has a very tight relationship when she comes to campus. She brings, she makes friends with these 19 and 20 year old kids. Right. 
And I, well, that'll that's continue. Right mad. That, that'll continue. It has to continue. That, that it all has to continue. I there's no anger in it. Um, for me, yet I'm still, you know, trying to process that my wife was at work, unable to to go get her baby, mm. and Mama Bear was not not having it, and then we all got together and you know we're able to just let Kels vent and cry and get it out and talk about being brave and being what did I do she went to the library yesterday for the first time all semester just happened to go because she didn't go to the student union so something directed her to the library which turned out to be a safe place and she'd have been about a student union she said daddy my class was in the business building and the, my first class in the morning was in that building. So I was there. Then I left and I didn't, I, I want to do my work before I uh, ate. So I went to the library and it turns out she was up there and she had a view of the whole thing, saw everything, saw way too much for an 18 year old to have to see. But then after everything got settled and we got to, we got her and got together, I said, you go want to go eat? Are you hungry? Yes. Wherever you want to go, let's just go to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's like that's where we went after every softball game that they wanted to go invent. That's our place. We want to go watch a game, or they let me watch the game while they all talk and everybody gets their things. We go to B Dubs. So we go to B Dubs and we're sitting there. She's on the phone talking to a friend who was at class, but further down. She said, We're sitting there and two Kids walk in and sit two tables away from us. Shook as could be wearing UNLV stuff. Shook. The girls still got tears coming out of her eyes. And the the boy, I think they were boyfriend, girlfriend, or just friends. Who knows? I don't know. Sitting there. And Kelsey's like, I have to go ask. I said, Kelsey, go do your thing. So she goes over. Hi, I'm Kelsey. Introduces herself. I was down there. Were you down there? Yes. Girl starts opening up, telling her all this stuff. And uh, she finishes and comes back to our table. I said, uh, how was that? She's like, oh, she's a mess. They weren't close. They were further down. They're just they're here from out of town. There's you know, their families aren't here. I'm so lucky that my family's here. And I said to the waitress, give me their check. When they get their check, give me the, I'm, I'm going to buy their dinner, whatever it is. And, um, you know, they just hung out and they talked or whatever. And we happened, they left like two minutes before us and they got, you know, the waitress said they got your check and they came over and said, thank you so much. And, you know, Kelsey said, all right, well, hopefully, you know, we'll be back on campus. Everything's going to be okay. You know, blah, 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 blah. There's none of that on the news. There's none of that on the, you know, unless you're, 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 you're part of it. There's, there's none of that on the news. So there is, there's some of it locally, nationally, no way. I mean, CNN, NBC, you know, Fox News, no, that there's none of that on the news locally. I was like, I don't know, borderline disturbed how many people I knew who were being interviewed on the news. That was like, crazy. You're sending me those texts. That's my students. Like, that's what? my student. I work right. with him. Like it right. was like, I, I, Oh, you froze again. Damn it. You got something working. You got something in the background. I got get nothing. off that news channel. I got nothing in the background. We're working. That's 
That's that's weird. I I reset everything this morning because oh. we hadn't had anything in the last two days. It was the third day I in a row. I reset everything before the show because I hadn't been freezing. So I was like, hmm, maybe that's the reason why. I don't know. That's interesting. Um, the amount of people that you knew. On yeah. TV so so like, but, but like it was one of the kids who was like the professor in me came up because Bryce is this kid who was from Connecticut, <laughs> but he's okay. really far from home. Right. And I see him on the news and he was, you know, as poised as I would ever think he could be. The reporter didn't want to stop talking to him because he was just like dominating the conversation and bringing such incredible information to the public. And I was just like, the the professor in me was like, wow, kid, that was really really good. I wrote him a a long note last night and said, you know, this doesn't matter, but I just want to tell you that I saw you and I was really impressed with the way that you conducted yourself on live television. I'm sorry that was the first time you were on live TV. That was not the way I wanted it for you, but Right. He wants to, wants to be a broadcaster as well. He, what he wants to do. And, you know, he's a sophomore and he's really far from home. And I'm like, look at man. I'm like, we're both from new England. Like I tell your parents, you got a guy from Boston here. He's your professor. Like if you need anything, let me know. Right. And I food, water, a ride, anything. you know, anything like whatever you need. He's like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That means a lot with being, you know, I have my girlfriend here, but that's it. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, if you guys, you two need anything, you know, over the next couple of days, because nothing's open on campus until at, at Sunday at the earliest, right? Everything is shut down on campus. And to get into a building, you need a police escort. You got to call right. the police to say, Hey, I, w- I need to go into this building. Cause I need X, Y, and Z. And they got to go with you. Not the crime scene buildings. Those are off limits for everyone. Those yeah. Those are done. No one yeah. can go in those. Right. There's five of them, including the student union, right. which is a big place where everyone gets food. I mean, if right. you're on the meal plan, you right. eat at the student union, right? So like, that's where if, if you're, you're a poor college kid, you know, you don't have a lot of money. You got the swipe card to go get eat, to go food. <laughs> like it's somewhat problematic. So that's why they had to bring food to kids last night, bring water to kids last night. So that's what Kelsey's uh, doing. Kelsey's, wow. well, you know, everyone that she reaches out to, you find a local kid. Like I told Kelsey, I said, Kelsey, listen, you're going to have to tell people I said, we got the van. We'll bring people out. We'll take them to, we'll take them to Omelette Cafe. We'll, we'll, we'll get them a meal if they need to, if they, you know, whatever. Like, right. this is going to be, this is going to be you being the catcher all over again. Right. You got to, you're going to have to be a leader, take care, make sure the right fielder is in position, make sure the second baseman knows that the cut plays coming with the steal. Like, this is what you're doing right now. And, being able to say it where she could understand it because we did the, the sports and the coach and all this other stuff. She got it right away. So I said, you know, how are those two boys? You know, just two kids came over for Halloween. One's from Guam and one's wow. from Reno. Their parents aren't here. I said, call those two, make, text those to make sure they, if they need anything, we'll go get them. You know, knowing you're not alone. Oh. That's going to be my favorite thing about today, but the way Kelsey described it was that feeling of being alone while all this was going on and not knowing what was happening. Um, that's devastating to hear because we were not alone while we were on the show. Mm-mm. And I mean, there's a lot of yeah. people that watch the show in the brigade that feel alone, you know, that don't have to be alone for two hours a day. Like we get to meet here. So that's, that's going to be, I'm going to save it for a favorite thing about today. My last part of all this was I haven't talked to her yet, but another girl that I coached 
who went away for two years and is in her third year of school, is at UNLV. I love this kid, Sienna is her name. She's a catcher too, third baseman, all this stuff. She was in that building last night or yesterday. She was in the building taking a class. She's back home taking classes. It's the power of social media between the, the posts on Twitter. And then I sent every kid that I coached in town a text yesterday because it had brought up the memory of one, the shooting that I was at at the Cosmo and what that entailed. And I was alone that day without a phone, nothing. Then the Mandalay Bay shooting where mm. we were all together. Mm. And I know I felt better with the Mandalay Bay shooting and being all together than I did the Cosmo shooting alone. So I sent them all a text and she reached out to Kelsey and they were up until two o'clock in the morning talking, just great. talking. And that's part of, you know, when we spoke last night, you and I, you got to find someone to talk to. You can't keep this stuff inside. That goes for us too. So I, you know, are you guys doing the show? Yeah. I'm going to go talk to P-Roll for two hours. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about sports and we're going to do our thing. But, you know, this, this is these situations. You got to just boom, talk. I agree. Uh, to put a bow in it, a lot of you sent DMs and sent messages and emails. And oh. I will try to respond personally to every single Same. one of you. I, I promise you, because Same. it was last night. I didn't watch a single second of sports. I, I didn't, I haven't even checked my accounts. I have no idea what I did last night. I don't even know what the games were last night. I mean, honestly, I don't know. You I don't know, know if I won or lost. Did. What? The Clippers beat the Nuggets. You, like, you, you, you told that on the way out. Yes, you said that. Yes, correct. You were right. The Clippers beat the Nuggets. Jokic's worst game as a career, as a pro. I did see that on Twitter. Yeah, the worst game of his was nine for 32 or something. So I do remember seeing that. But other than that, I've, I don't know what happened. I don't know what any game, I just didn't follow anything. I stayed away from it as, as much as I could because my daughter was really interested in it. And it was it was tough because I didn't know what to say and what not to say, because she wanted to know, she knew what was going on. She had, she, I almost pulled her out of school. I text with the teacher. They had what's called map testing yesterday, which is like oh, this, yeah. this grading system as to where this, so I didn't want to go pull her out of that. So I waited till they were done. And then I went and got her and, and she was like, what, what's going on? What's wrong? And I, I explained what was going on. And there were police, even around her school, there were police. She's like, why are there police here? And that's explain why the police at her school and everything else as to what, what had happened. And I just, I had to get away from it all and just, but like the people who texted me, the people who reached out, I, I really, oh. it meant, it meant a lot to me. Just, you know, it's a quick two second text message, but it means a lot when someone says, Hey, you, you okay? Like that, that's all I, I mean, that means the world to me when someone asks that out of the blue, like someone I haven't heard from in months. So it's like, Hey, you all right? I, I saw this on the news. Are you okay? Yep. And so like that, I, I want to say thank you to everybody who, and, and some people wrote some really heart wrenching, touching emails yeah. to you, me, to me and you yep. that I will find a way to either get to you or read it on the air mm -hmm. DMS as well. Um, that are still coming in from people who are just hearing and watching the show from yesterday. So thank you for letting us vent on that. Thank you for letting us yes. talk about that at the top of the show here for though. Okay. So let's get into this. Uh, yes. as I said, there's, I didn't see games, but the biggest story of the day is not a game. It's that Juan Soto has gone from the Padres to the New York Yankees. Yep. Are the Yankees back? Because oh, here... Yankee fans will tell you they are. Look, 
Here's the trade. Yes. Trent Grisham, Juan Soto. Michael King is the guy that everyone's talking about because he's going to be in the rotation immediately for San Diego. And then a couple other, four other guys who are high level thought of prospects for San Diego to come in. I heard a really interesting point yesterday about who won this trade. And somebody said, look, if you're trading Juan Soto, there's no way you won the trade. Is that fair? I don't know. That, you can't no. win the trade if, if you're trading a player, even if it's a one-year rental, which it looks like it might be because he's going to free agency. Yankees might be able to keep him, but he's got one year left on his deal, and he looks like he's going to be a highly sought-after 26-year-old. You know what would make um, a real, real interesting rivalry in the Eastern time zone? What? <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it before, but Yankees, Red Sox. Okay. Juan Soto and Shohei Otani uh, in the same time zone, in the same division, all over, splashed over. So you want Otani with the Red Red Sox? You want Otani with the Red Sox? Oh, no, no, no. no. They're trying to put him in Toronto, an international city. Even better. They're trying, yeah. They're trying to put him in Toronto. There is no Yankees-Blue Jays rivalry. There will be. Nah. Man, that sounds like a Red Sox guy saying that. No, that's thing. You can do it. You can do it all you want. They're countries just, against each other. Countries. Who cares? Pick your so, country. I'm sorry. Canada no one cares, no one cares about US. Toronto. No one cares about Toronto baseball. That's not it, true. It is true. Go to it, is, it is true. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's like like when, oh, when, no. when when people in the eat like Royal, what are you they, doing? You're back one day off of Orioles. Orioles fans. Let's let's go ask Oriole fans. Like how oh. do you feel about Toronto? Really? Like like how they would don't you, like Toronto. They don't give a fuck about Toronto. Oh, Nobody gives a no, fuck about Toronto. I mean, look at no one cares. No one cares about the Maple Leafs. No one cares uh, about the Blue Jays. It's uh, the same exact thing. Uh, they, they look down. Toronto fans uh, are obsessed in uh, myopic about everything to do with East Coast, Boston, New York, Philly sports. But no one glad that's an eye at the other way around. Oh no. No one worries about it. What? They don't. It's like, oh, you'd be good once every 10 years. Phenomenal. Great. How long ago was Joe Carter? Like it, it doesn't, it, it has no bearings. Like putting Otani in the Blue Jays. I, I'm sorry. I know this made Cam angry on the air with us on Sports Grid because of what was written. But I'm telling you right now, Taylor Mathis is right. Okay. She was right. If 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 you really want to get into it, yeah, I know Sports Grid is like the one network that employs like multiple Canadians that got all in mad because Taylor Mathis said that putting Otani on the Blue Jays would be a waste. Oh my god. Do you know what? She's right. Oh no. She's a hundred percent right. This is not hatred of Canada. It's like Canada. Somebody said it was xenophobia. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is nonsense. Oh my god. Putting him in Toronto is a waste. Yes. Oh, it is the truth. Putting Shohei Otani in oh, Toronto is Canada. a waste. Yeah, that's great. Our you got Connor McDavid. Enjoy it. Land. Enjoy it. You have Connor McDavid. That's phenomenal. True. When was the last cup won by the Canadians? When, when, when was the last cup won by a Canadian team? Again? And all the sons come. Did, did the did the Vegas Golden Knights become a team? And six years later, they won a cup. With how, 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 how long has it been since Canada's won the cup? The rise. <laughs> I was in high school, right? The uh, true I'm North strong now, right? and free. Was I in my twenties yet? I wasn't even in my twenties yet. I wasn't oh, even my twenties. <laughs> the last time the Canadians won a Stanley Cup, I thought that was me. their sport. 
I, I thought that was their sport, right? Did they own Canada. They, they own hockey. It's their sport. All right. It's all Gary Bettman's fault, right? Yeah. That's I, I, I love that line from Canadians. <laughs> Gary Bettman won't let us win the cup. Fucking Gary Bettman won't let us win the cup. All right. It's Gary Bettman's fault. Oh yeah. Forgot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. I didn't know that this was going to morph into this discussion. This Just saying you brought up Toronto. Talk, okay. Talking it, about baseball and you somehow besmirched hockey. Well, it's fine. Leave I'm, hockey out of this. We're that's talking they about got. That's what, I, that's what they got. Toronto and hockey. They got Blue Jays and hockey. Look, I watched the Fisher Cats for years. I, I worked in Manchester, New Hampshire. I watched all the kids that are currently on the big league club. I watched them play at double A. The Fisher Cats. The New Hampshire Fisher Cats, the double A affiliate of the Blue Jays. I watched them all. And it looked like they were going to be awesome, but they've all kind of been like, what they thought they were going to be, they're like 80% of what we thought the young kids were going to be. Oh, man. It's true. Like, Bo Bichette was supposed to be just this, like, unbelievable talent. Vladdy Jr. is great, but he's, like, all power or nothing else. It's like home run or nothing for Vladdy Jr. these days. So, like, yeah. there's a problem there with him. So, he mm-hmm. hasn't really, I mean, his dad had a hell of an eye. His dad had power, but his dad walked a ton. His dad swung at every pitch that was thrown. Yeah, but he knew, but he uh, he could hit it though. He hit bad pitches. He, he could hit bad pitches, and he took he bad could pitches hit too. pitches that bounced. He's yeah, known. he knew the pitches yeah. were coming, and he hit. And but that his son is a little more wild and can't make the same contact. That the plate discipline is not the same. So, you know, the Blue Jays have a young core where a guy like Otani would come in, but they need pitching. Like, hold on, where was the Fisher Cats in Manchester, New Hampshire? I just had a flashback to my youth. There was a deck hockey team that we played against that we battled against okay they were named the fisher cats oh were they from new hampshire no oh but i think like what i used to do with a lot of my fantasy teams and other stuff like i would take team names that i thought was cool from other places right minor league as well and use them right and these guys worked for fisher king was a big corporate something in pittsburgh one of them worked for them what movie, what movie was that with Robert Williams? Robin Williams. Was that Fisher, the, the, the Fisher the King? Fisher King. No, right? The Fisher King. No, was it called the Fisher King? No, it was uh, something else, King. I don't think it was called the Fisher King. Maybe it was. Put it in the chat. Anyhow. Fisher, it was called the Fisher King. Yes, it was called the Fisher King, 1991. They called themselves. Great movie. The Fisher King. Yeah. They called themselves. The Fisher King, Fisher Cats, or something, and I was okay. like, "What is that, Did, guys? Like nobody cares about the company you work for." <laughs> and it was from the Fisher Cats that you just said. Oh, I can't believe it! The New Hampshire Fisher Cats are the AA affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> cool ballpark, easy hit home runs in that ballpark. BP was a ball. Go to BP, catch a ball all the time. It's awesome. In a bar, BP. It, they had a bar in the left field. Um, in, in left field, there was a bar in a restaurant. So you could sit and the balls would literally at BP would come in and like people would be like eating their soup and balls would be coming in from batting practice. That would be a bad beat. Oh. If you were eating soup. <laughs> and Doink. the ball landed in Yo, your right. soup. Oh yeah, it would be bad. But it, it happened. I mean, that was, that was It was funny. Fisher King. You're right. Yeah. So do you think this is now, if you look at the lineup, would you bat him second? That's the, the prediction. I don't think he should ever bat second, but what the, I'd have to have the explanation as to me given to me why. 
But a lot of times I listen, righty, lefty, righty, lefty. That's very important. That's that's I know that we used to do that. That that helps a lot. That messes a pitcher up and know from pitching and from mm-hmm. talking to our pitchers how much sometimes that really just it it gets I mean you, you can go soto judge um whatever hit and judge second before right. at times like okay hit him third and then you could put Stanton batting fourth or you can go ahead and put um until he gets Rizzo hurt. or you put Rizzo batting fourth and you go righty lefty righty lefty it, did Juan Soto learn how to pitch during the offseason? No, he did not. He did not. No, he did not. Oh. That's good. <laughs> but the s- offense sucked for the Yankees last year. Well, the offense was so bad, bad super bad shit. So now you put Soto on the lineup. If you if Stanton stays healthy, big if. If Judge stays healthy, big if. Rizzo needs to come back to being actually a hitter in Major League Baseball because he was horrific last year. Uh-huh. But if he has a bounce back season, I mean, you've got two, three, four, five, which is arguably the best in baseball. Put it in the chat right now. Did the Yankees win the division? Yes or no? Oh. Did the Yankees win the AL East? Yes or no? We'll ask the people. And yes, people from Canada, I, I think the Blue Jays are okay. Like, I, I'm not, the views expressed right there were not completely by the BVB, but he did have a point. Like, let's be honest, the Blue Jays have been kind of, eh. What are we doing? <laughs> eh. Yeah. For a while. For a long time. They play in a, a great long- ballpark. Have you been? I have not been to Sky Dome. It's awesome. I've not, I have not been to, you know, you, you, no, you know, I've not been to Toronto. I've been to Canada. I've been to Montreal. I've not been to Toronto. So you would just be smirching Toronto having never been there? Oh, that's easy. Why? I'm talking about sports, not the city itself. Her city's awesome. Her Toronto's a great city. I'm talking about yeah. the teams here, I'm not talking about the actual place. Oh, boy. I mean, it's like it's you Buffalo. Like, it's Buffalo like Canadian beer. No, I've been told it's Buffalo Elevated. That's what Toronto is. Buffalo Elevated. Yeah, <laughs> it's just way better than being Buffalo Below. Oh no, that's only in New York. <laughs> only in New York, it's Buffalo Below. <laughs> How really? they recruit to say Bonaventure, I have no idea. <laughs> How in the hell? One of the worst Worse places than Buffalo. Only in worse in Buffalo. Yes. Only in New York is every time I went up there for, for UMass, for UMass basketball games, I was just like, how do you get a kid to go to school here? It looks like a prison. It's horrible. That's, I don't know. I didn't the know. Bad, was, uh, I didn't know there was below Buffalo. Only in Buffalo New York is below Buffalo. I like Buffalo is like a paradise compared to only in New York. Paradise. Ask anybody from upstate New York. They'll tell you it's, it's horrific on this. It's absolutely. Just got a Jersey Mike's uh, ad during the show, live show. Oh. You like Jersey Mike's? I do. Eat a lot. Oh. Big fans. Jersey Mike's, call us. We'll put it right here. Madeline loves Jersey Mike's. Does she? Oh, yeah, because their kid, their kid meal is really good. Turkey sandwich, cookie. It's good. That's like good. eight, like six bucks, seven bucks. It's good stuff. That, that, that's always like our fast food, our, our fast food go. I love talking baseball in December. Oh, we'll get ready for more. So Shohei Otani is days away from picking a team. Yeah. Didn't they try to 
painted that he was going to have a team at that 72, 72 hours, hours on Monday. So that oh, yeah. would meant Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you had to stay on high alert because it was going to be something and it's nothing now. Is that what this is saying? Well, there's a couple things at work first. Oh, here we go. If an athlete decides to be all about themselves and an athlete wants all the attention, the athlete does the tour. The athlete is seen leaving the airport, getting into the cars, showing up all, you know, everyone at TMZ, everyone's getting the alerts. Hey, he's going to be in Seattle today. Hey, he's going to be in San Francisco today. Right. Hey, he's going to the Dodgers and everyone gets all their media stuff. Right. What do we say about that athlete? Selfish, selfish, self-absorbed, all about themselves, right. not a good teammate, wants all the eyeballs and the attention, right? Right. So what happens when an athlete decides to do the absolute opposite of that? The complete polar opposite of that. Not tell nobody nothing. Wouldn't we say that's how you should do it? Be focused on what's best for you. Be focused on the team you're going to do your homework, do your due diligence, make sure you're making the right decision for you and your future. Right. I would think so. That's not what's happening. Reporters no. are crying and whining that Shohei Ortani is actually doing damage to baseball. That what he is doing in this free agency, because nobody can move around and make any moves until Shohei decides. So teams are all on a waiting list, right. watching. They're right. all on high alert. Right. But then the reporters aren't getting their clickbait. They're not getting mm. their stories. Why? Because Shohei is making everyone essentially sign like an NDA. You can't say anything publicly. If you meet with him and you talk about it publicly, goodbye. That's it. Goodbye. He wants nothing to do with you. He's being incredibly secretive. And ESPN's Buster called it a shame for the sport. Oh. A shame for the sport that Shohei Otani was doing this. He went on to actually write this paragraph on ESPN.com. What's the point of all this secrecy? Of course, that would imply that anyone had heard from Otani in the past four months. Maybe his silence is Otani's choice, or maybe somebody is giving him some really awful advice. But the way this historic free agency has played out is unnecessarily joyless and completely antithetical to the way Otani competes, the way he loves his craft. We're now judging someone's personal decisions for their own life as joyless mm. because you're not getting the information that you are so entitled to. Mm. The reporters are way off. The, the baseball media is, I think is so far off base with this. This makes me like Otani so much more that he is doing this, that he is deciding I'm in control guys, not you. You're not telling me what I'm going to do. I'm making the choice for me. Well, I'm going to do so, my homework. So now you're good with this because for a year mm -hmm. on here, you buried Mike Trout for doing the exact same thing. Mike Trout shoot is not a free agent. Mike Trout. I buried him because he doesn't command or demand from his own team to win. If Mike Trout was a free agent and Mike Trout was going to leave the angels, I would be 
all in on Mike Trout doing whatever Mike Trout wants to do to get the fuck off the Angels. He resigned. He went back to that hellhole. He gets whatever he deserves for doing that. But Mike Trout does this every day. Mike Trout, before he signed, didn't say a word to anybody. Yep. Never does endorsements very yep. rarely. Well, he does, but yeah. Very rarely you see him. You're conflating two different conversations. I, I'm I'm just telling you. It's different. The, to the, it's not. It's, it's totally different. He's, How someone goes about their free agency in terms of the media coverage of it and not giving them nuggets uh-huh. versus Mike Trout not speaking up about baseball, his team, the direction of his team. Mike being Trout doesn't leader. have to say a thing. Mike Trout's stuck on an awful franchise now without Joey Otani. Maybe. 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 What if he goes back to the Angels? Shohei's going back to the Angels? What if he does? List. What are you going to say then? I'm going to bury Otani the same way I'm going to bury Mike Trout. You get what you deserve, which is being irrelevant, being on a, a losing baseball team, and never playing in the playoffs. Praise in public, criticize in private. You can do it during free agency, uh, too. And he's doing it very well right now. See, I think, I think these are totally two different conversations. I think when you're on a team, you choose to be part of that team as the leader of that team. It's your responsibility to demand a certain level of success and be very angry publicly, privately, whatever you got to be, let your agent do it for you, whatever that we have to win. I stayed here, build around me or bring people in here who know what the hell they're doing. That's not what's happening with Mike Trout. He doesn't want to be heard from seen. He's he perfectly comfortable. Maybe he's heard from in that clubhouse and in that building. They With know who? what they're getting. Ownership? I don't know. I mean, maybe. But look, but, I mean, but look what Shohei's doing. Shohei's demanding it at the beginning. I would agree. I love it. I'll he's sign leaving. here. He's leaving. <laughs> I'll it's sign great. here. I'll consider signing here. Right. If you talk about it, I'm closing the door and I'm never going to talk to you again. I like it. That's just who I am. I demand excellence at the beginning. I don't know. I, I, I like that. I love it. That's, that's kind of the way I've lived my whole life too. I mean, we demand excellence of each other. We call each other out when we need to Mm -hmm. everyone that we do work for or alongside. It's the same thing. Is it hard? You're damn right. It's hard. It's hard for both because there's people that don't are like, wait a second. Fuck that guy. He can't even pitch, you know, like they'll, right. they'll come out with something like that. He can't even pitch next year. Well, or, you know, whatever. They'll say whatever negative they can, because I think that forces people to look inward. Wow. He's serious. He wants to talk to us. Is he, is he really serious? We well, serious enough that if we say a word about it, mm-hmm. we're going to lose the opportunity to sign him. And there's reports all over the media about GMs who are rolling their eyes at this going, well, I didn't talk to him. I can't tell you because if I did, he's mad. Like we're supposed, like Shoei Otani is supposed to be the one giving these nuggets or allowing teams to report on their meetings to let the MLB.coms and the ESPN.coms have their information because that's good for the health of baseball. I mean, that has nothing to do with one's personal decisions as to this is who I'm doing business with. And I want you to be able to abide by the requests I am making. And if you can't do this now, well, then why would I ever trust you four years from now or however long the contract is? And you're reporting to the media and telling people my dirty laundry and whatnot. I love it. Let's test how 
tight your ship is. Do you want me to play for you? If you do, here are the parameters. I, I don't think this makes him a me guy. And what you said, it's funny because Stephen A. Smith said what you said, but only made it a negative. Because Stephen A. Smith said, imagine he's doing this now. Imagine what he's going to do when he's in your clubhouse. Imagine oh. how you, because he's demanding excellence from you at the, at the beginning, imagine what he's going to demand of you two years from now. Right. And I'm like, well, what's that? That he's going to make you do what? Keep your mouth shut. Like what, what, what are we talking about here? Like, what is he really asking of you? Don't leak the meeting. That's what he's asking. That's, that's all he's asking. Don't tell anyone that we talked. I'm coming in. I'm having a conversation with you. I'm serious about you. Let's talk. You tell anybody what we said. That's it. I'm good. We're going somewhere else. Well, I mean, it is bullshit the way, you know, you get to, you get to negotiate and then they get to tell you that they negotiated. Then they tell you the figures that they negotiated and it's all to pay him. Like right. this is where we go back and forth a lot of times when we're talking about things with people and how things are being discussed because the right. media is the same way. They tell you, they ask you what you want to make. You tell them and then they always go, oh, no, you can't make that. Or no, right. we're not going to do that. Or, But they won't tell you what anyone else makes because everybody's deal is different. So right. that's fine. That's <laughs> sports. That's that's stars. That's negotiating. That's yes. media, movies, yes. all of it. That's Everything. Fine. Yes. But when you're the, the BSD uh -huh. and he is the BSD, he can kind of push back and the media don't like it. No, the stories. Talk, find something else to talk about. But, but that's what that's Buster only's point. That's Stephen A. Smith's point. Like this is the number one star in baseball. This yeah. is a generational talent. You're supposed right. to want the attention. And so he's like, he's busy working in a cage. I don't need to, I don't need the attention. What do I need the attention for? I'm going to make $400 million guaranteed. I might yeah. make 600, but I make it 400. What, what do I need you for again? Like what I need to make your job easier. Why? I, I it's doing a disservice to baseball. Like I, 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 this quote makes no sense. It's played out unnecessarily joyless, giving him some really awful advice, completely antithetical to the way Atani competes, the way he loves his craft. What are we talking about? <laughs> Go do I mean, a story on him, you know, rehabbing. Go do a story on him in the cage. Go do a story. Anything. You don't have to do a story on Otani on free agency. That's not, that's, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. You know, we're just not going to talk about that. I don't know. Big business. I got to read it. Super chat. Uh, thank you guys again for, for leaving those. And we read them at the end, but this is pertinent right now to the conversation. Okay. Um, if you want to leave a super chat that gets recognized, just hit that button on the right. If you're watching it on your phone, there's a dollar sign thing. It's anything is appreciated, but it's right there. Anyhow, big business said could not agree more. Matt Otani is going to look great in powder blue in Arlington. <laughs> Haven't okay. heard much from the Rangers. Ship is tight. Good. And that's, you know, powder blue at Toronto. Not By the way, I'm working tonight on sports card. This is, I'm getting text messages on this. This is all news to me. I thought we got that email. I thought I was off. Are you? <laughs> Just 
just said, it's me today. What do you mean it's me today? No one, what? I don't know. So I guess I'm working tonight. I didn't know that. I, I got to figure out my life now. So I'm getting text messages saying, you're working sports good tonight. Oh, I am? I thought you told me I was off for Thursdays. Oh. Oh, boy. Okay. What, are me and you? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Oh. For an hour tonight on Sports Grid uh, during the during the Pats Patriots game, what did Pats Steelers game, which is going to be interesting. So, didn't, awesome! Didn't, I didn't know. So, uh, one final one: the Red Sox traded the guy they got for Mookie Betts, which is going to go down as the second worst trade in the history of the Red Sox, and it could go down as the worst. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. The worst one, obviously, was Babe Ruth. Mookie might be a close, very close second. They traded Alex Verdugo to the Yankees. This used to happen all the time. Guys that you would never think would be Yankees after being Red Sox. It was always free agency. It was never true. Johnny Damon was a Yankee. Free agent. Wade Roger Boggs. Free agent. Was a Yankee. Free agent. Roger Clemens. Free agent. Alex Verdugo got one of the nastiest fun baseball beards. True. I would. I don't even know what Alex Verdugo looks like without a beard. I'm not going to recognize him. I can't believe he went to the Yankees. Job I can't job. believe they traded him to the Yankees. Like the first move that the new GM did was to blow up the first move that the last GM did, which was trade for Alex Verdugo <laughs> to give you an idea as to anybody, how anyone thought the Red Sox was being managed in the deals that they did. I, it it's just it just makes people go in Boston like going what are we doing John Henry like what are we doing Groot needs to get back into America and get a hold of your baseball team man a lot of pissed off Red Sox fans Soto going to the Yankees was expected but there has to be an answer and there hasn't been and this was the biggest fear John Henry brought four championships to the Red Sox brought four yeah the guy just can kick his heels up and say, well, what do you guys want? I gave you four Red Sox fans want another one. He's like, eh, you know, I'm good. I'm not going to waste. I'm not going to lose money. I'm not going to spend millions. I'm not interested. You know, we'll, we'll keep on. We'll be the, you know, the Tampa Bay Red Sox. We'll try really hard to just squeeze out every single dime we can. Put it in the chat. We got we got the votes in for the will the Yankees win the AL East? Overwhelmingly, people said no. Overwhelmingly, people said no. Seventy two percent no. Good luck with that. But we got a couple people coming up with the wittiest stuff ever in the chat. So I, I just want I want to mention a couple of them. Uh, Wait, PSU Tuka, Chevy. Tuka Rask is back with the Bruins. Hold on, I did not know this. No, Addison just said that the Bruins just signed a deal with Tuka Rask. He's backing up tonight. Tuka's back. He unretired. Come back and help us for a Where did that go? Tuka unre- retired. We need Tuka unretired. To come back. Who knows? <laughs> When's the last time Tuka took a shot? My goodness. It's probably been a little while. <laughs> PSU Sheppy just came in the chat and said, it's all quiet in the 412. Maybe Shohei gets to wear the worst alternate jersey in all of sports, the Canary Yellow PGH. I had oh. Pirate Hat close by. That would that would be pretty amazing. What's the poll? If he went, um, where does Shohei go? Put the four teams up. Dodgers, Blue Jays, Cubs, or Braves. <laughs> because E came in the chat, Eric Garcia, our guy, our uh, 
our show producer for mm-hmm. road shows and hopefully we're going to be able to just give you e a bag and say let's Who's go the let's fourth ride. again dodgers braves blue jays cubs cubs thank you Midwest guy, Chicago. That's where he's going. He just came in and said, all right, I'll let the cat out of the bag. I took Shohei to Circa, and he loved it. He's in it for the long game. He's going to sign with the ace. (laughs) I don't think Vegas and Shohei was going to go. Although, if it was now. There's a problem. 2028 is a long time. I was going to say, like, (laughs) if it was now, this would be perfect. We have people conspicuously, quietly, and be a star here. You never know. Yeah. If it was was 2026 and you could say, you know, play one year and then open the Vegas ballpark. Okay. I might listen. Not in 2023. Not Sorry, it's, it's 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 too long. It's too long. So we'll, oh, Eric's mad. We left out the angels. Well, Matt says there's no chance he's going back to the angels. Not going to the angels. He's, he's going not to, going back to the angels. If he plays in L.A., he'll pretty quiet. Angels, pretty quiet. Ain't not saying nothing. Ain't saying nothing <laughs> about nothing. <laughs> when you get left at the altar, do you go blasted on social media? <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> they do. Others, you should <laughs> shut the fuck up. And just go on. Yep. Just move on. Don't, don't get be better. There. Yeah. In the so, quiet. Yeah, and then true. show up and they go, where, where'd she come from? Whoa. <laughs> Time for the Omaha Steaks. Searing not taking the day. You guys are going to omahasteaks.com. Promo code is BVB. That's going to save you $30 off your order. That's already going on with the holiday sale, 50% off site wide. Great gift idea for somebody who might be a cook or come like to grill fillets, pork chops, burgers, seasoning, all available. These very cool packages. BVB is the promo code. 30 bucks off at checkout. It'll save you already the 50% off site wide saving going on right now at omahasteaks.com. Promo code BVB at checkout. Bye. The meat. <laughs> buy it for someone else. If you don't yep. buy it for yourself, it's a tremendous gift to show up for a single guy, especially. True. Speaking of, right. that's I've good. Done that it's a good lead way, right? But this, listen, we've done almost five hundred <laughs> shows. Okay, it's I can tell lead. you what the number should be for the Bucks and the and the Pacers today, and I can lead you to the next topic just as well. So. Sports betting is getting blamed for something very interesting. Ridiculous. Sports betting, according to the Oracle of Wall Street, she went on CNBC and she had a comment that essentially sports betting has been legalized now for the last five years. And we are seeing a drop in men wanting to date. In fact, 61% of men over the age of 18 right now are single. She is blaming sports betting for this. <laughs> She's saying this sports gambling is the reason why men are not interested in dating. Do you concur with this? No. <laughs> sports no. betting is, is to blame for this. <laughs> this is unbelievable. What's the blame for the single women? There's not as many single women There's more single men. She quoted a study. She quoted a study that said in the highest ever in history, there are men out there who are not even interested in in dating. Like not that they can't get a date, 
They could get a date if they wanted one. They don't want a date. Right. I'm one, I'm one of them. (laughs) I fall into that category, but you know, the other reasons why. (laughs) So (laughs) I mean, it's just to to keep it real, keep it real. I'm one of the other, you know, I'm 46 and I'm on the other. I'm like, I've been there, done that, not doing it again for a while, but the 25 year old guy who has disposable income, who could be buying a house, who is not, who could be dating, who is not. According to the Oracle of, of Wall Street, as she goes by, claiming that this is why men are not interested in it. The legalization of sports of, betting. I've heard a lot of stuff. <laughs> the ability to do same game parlays has nothing to do with the fact that a guy has to go on a date. That's crazy to me. Um, there are a lot of other reasons why. Young guys are probably good. Um, I know what happened to me at 25. Um, I had my heart like the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's my favorite analogy. I love that analogy. It's my favorite analogy. Yeah, Just (laughs) reached into my chest. And they show it to you. Pulled it out. And I was like, and then went, Yep. Stepped on it. Yep. And told you, don't Goodbye. call me no more. Really? I was a bit older, but I had the same thing happen. Yep. 25. I was in a funk. I was running like Forrest Gump. My brother Dan bought me a baseball glove. He said, You're going to be okay. I know you love baseball. Here's a Nakona infielder's glove for softball. I was like, Where'd you get this? He said, Don't ask. He said, just relax, start smiling. There's going to be more. There's going to be others. I said, there's never going to be another one. And it wasn't because I was betting, but it wasn't because I was working for folks. <laughs> I just okay. was like, I'm let's, good. Let's give this a little bit of um, hypothetical. I'm not saying it's true, but hypothetically. Please. Do you think guys right now, have other ways of entertaining themselves oh. than go than going to the bar <laughs> and chasing and trying to date. Does that? Does, I'm just asking. Do you think that that, that sports games? You're right. I don't know what to say right now. Well, I, other I, ways of entertaining themselves. Yes. Of course. So, do do you think that there is the potential? I'm not talking about like the VR. Pornhub stuff that you're probably referencing. I'm just talking about like, like legitimately having a experience that might take you away saying like, I don't want to go to the bar tonight with my guys. I'd rather go home and watch the game and bet bet the game live. Well, I think we're seeing the effects of COVID still. I would agree with that. It stopped. All of it stopped for a year. You had to figure out what you were going to do because you couldn't do any of that. Right. And meet in person, couldn't talk. Yeah. So I think, I think, you know, that was one, one thing. I think there's a lot of people that are just really turned off by the idea of traditional dating too. Oh, that goes for both. Both men and women. I think both are, are somewhat disenfranchised with the whole idea of it. Yeah. And I mean, I had, I've had one kid. If you asked me at 25, would you have a kid? I would have told you no. Oh, I didn't even think I was going to have a 
person to talk to, to think about recreating yeah. with. I, I was like, I'm not, I'm not get. I didn't want to get married. And then I didn't want to have a kid. And I was like, I'm not going to be like, I was one of five. I watched my mom have a, two kids and all the things that, you know, I didn't know the joy of it, but I just saw a lot of the negative that came with my mom having two kids very, very young. So I'm like, I'm never having kids young, forget it. And then I got to my thirties and I started to kind of change and soften that idea and kind of thought about the ideas of it. And like, okay, maybe I would. And then it got to be like 32, 33. I'm like, yes, I want to. And I want to have one. I was like, I just want to have one child and have a one kid. I, I know you change over years, but I'm meeting a lot of like 27, 28 year olds who are still where I was at 25. Like they're not even like considering the idea of a settling down or B having kids. They don't want it. Like, they're like, why do I want a kid? <laughs> like, and I was on the same conversation point for a long time. Like I would go home and see my sister. Like, if I want to go have a little kid, my, little, my sister's, you know, 24 years younger than me. So like, go have that when she was six, seven, eight years old. I don't know, but I don't know if gambling is to blame for this. I think it's like a cop-out to say that sports yeah. betting is to blame for this. I think guys would find other ways of filling their time and still not date if gambling wasn't legalized. Right. Yeah, it's not, it's, listen, people that want to gamble are going to gamble. Is it a distraction from a relationship? It can be if you gamble too much. And a lot of guys would rather, you know, we got guys in the chat saying they'd rather watch a game at home than at a bar. Yeah. Agreed. That's fine. Like that's, that's perfectly normal. Cause when I was at a bar, to be honest, back in the day, I wasn't really watching the game. It was no. on, but I was too loud. One, it was too loud, but I mean, I was there for other reasons. Reasons, right? To hang out, play darts, shoot pool, right? Maybe a title shot, right? But I wasn't a title shot guy. I was looking, but I was yeah. watching the whole scene. What was going on? Yeah, those scenes are different now. It's a quick app. D T F. know what that was I, not that i got any jess if you're watching the show i don't even i, I know i'm not dtf with nobody just please it don't, it's not for me urban I just dictionary know that guys i'm not even saying that i'm not even saying what that down you to. ain't gotta say it the people that are watching know and if you don't look it up dtf down to down to you know what and that's the way people talk to each other now do kids say down still? Like, are you down with that? Does that still, is that still relevant? Are we old by saying that? Mm. Like if somebody said, let's go party, I'm down. Like you would say that like consistently, that would be like a normal oh, no, thing to the say. Way you just said it right there. That right? absolutely. Kids don't like, say that anymore. But DTF is that's where DTF comes from. Well, no down. Like, are you down? Was that, yeah. that was from the seventies. People were saying that. No, in the um, 90s, that was a 90s er, That no, was before trend. us. People were saying yeah, that in but, the 60s. But it came back, though. It's all coming back, boys and girls. No, it does. It comes in cycles. It's yeah. all coming it's like back. Bell Just stay for the ride. Jeans. This is fun. The whole sports betting is legal thing for years. Went places. They're like, you work in a sports book. What does that mean? I take bets. <laughs> you what? You're a bookie. Oh, you're a bookie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bookies are people too. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but you, My wife you break get that. You're you break star. you break people's knees. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you know any bookies? Yes. Really? What do they do? They answer the phone. Like, you know, they gotta meet people at bars on Tuesdays. <laughs> Deposit the funds. And they're looking for title shots too. 
That's yeah. everything's changed. The Deposit the funds. That's now great. sports betting is legal. We could talk about this stuff. We have a segment called the Omaha Stakes Searing Hot Take of the Day, and they're blaming sports betting for men not wanting to date. Be careful. It ain't the betting. Is that housing? Is that buying houses? I will say this though. There is a little bit of a, I think there is something that sports betting fills a void. I don't think it's to blame. A hundred percent it does. But I, I, I do think that there is, there's a void in certain guys' lives. Yes. That sports betting fills that you could say, would they be dating or at bars or out looking if it wasn't for betting? I don't know. I, 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 but I do think it is filling a void for a lot of guys in particular after COVID where we saw a lot of places go out of business. We saw a lot of people not wanting to be in large gatherings. We were told not to be in large gatherings for over a year. And so you started to become sort of a home. Like I, I, I was sitting last night. It's kind of funny. We're talking about this. I was sitting last night and I was like, I haven't gone to work. I haven't gone to a place of work because I was working out of my house even before COVID, but like I've not left my house for a job, a full-time job to go somewhere to do a show since March of 2020. Well, we did some road shows at books. Yeah. But I mean like every day, like my job is to get up, drop drop my kid off at school, drive to a place, work, turn around and come back. Right. March, 2020. It's going on four years now. March, March, 2020 was the last time you did it. And think about that. That's a wild thing to say for four years. I haven't had like the, the workplace like relationships. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't see people every day. Hey man, how are you? What's going on? You walk past, you have like a, a cubby mate or you have a boss or you have a, someone that you talk to once in a while, like, like a guy, a sales guy you see, like I haven't had that for four years. It's a little like, it. I don't know if I miss it as much as like, I was just sitting there last night going like, this is really like, it started to hit me how different society is oh. now oh. and how we're all in these silos. And like, we don't have the same type of just generalized interaction where you have to, I have to, if I want to see somebody, I got to go see somebody. Like, I don't just see people. Like, I don't just like walk through, like I'm walking through the office and like some guy comes in like, Hey man, what's going on? Hey, there's Tim. Hi Tim. I haven't seen you in 10 years. What's going on? Like, I don't have that ever. If I want to see a human being, I am seeing them because I want to go see them. It's different. I haven't had it since the day we closed the office on September 1st, 2020. And then I had to stroke 10 days later. And I haven't been to a place and punched in or punched right. out or had a place to put my stuff or a desk in a room and all that other stuff. Cubby, whatever, right. Why do you think I love going out to the books? Right. Why do you think I love, I love it because now I get to do it. I don't have to do it. Right. And it's that just one word. It changes your whole mindset. And if you're stuck in a place where you have to do it, change your mindset for a week. Say, boy, I get to go here. Right. I'm going to make the best of it while I'm here. And then I'm going to be pissed off when I leave. And for five minutes, they get the best of you. And then you're good. That's why for a long time, I stayed a ticket writer. I used to mentally, I would go to work in a t-shirt and shorts or a t-shirt and sweatpants and change into my uniform that was required by the casino to wear. 
And then when I finished my shift, I would take it off like, like a guy going into the game. And I was going back to live and work for real with my wife and my kids, my friends and family and whatever. It's really crazy to think about, but it's, uh, it's important to remember that. And I think you can't say betting is to blame because guys don't want to do other stuff. It fills a void. The danger of it is when it fills every void and it encompasses you and consumes your life. I think that's more of a story than going, well, we're going to have less relationships. Society in general, we're going to have less relationships. It's very hard to make it work. That's not good. Human beings, we're packed animals. Like we we need our pack. That's tough. I don't think that's a good thing. If we're going to be, le- if we're going to be more segmented and more separated, that's not good. <sighs> I don't know. It's not getting easier. It's, it's not getting easier. I wouldn't want to be, I feel for my kids every day, <laughs> trying to figure out what they're going to be and how they're going to be. And then have to have somebody else with them doing it. Yeah. Society's. And you got it. You, I mean, it's a team game. Life is a team game. But those who are not part of a team are the ones that unfortunately wind up doing the shit that happened yesterday. It's true, but a lot of times the guy or the girl that's not a part of the team ends up finding a cure for polio. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, right. It's all it's all how you just it's all how you push it, right? Yeah. It's all what direction. You can be a, a loner or a recluse or, you know, a mastermind and create the next cure for something, or right. you can be a loner, a recluse and be a bomb maker. Like, yeah. Right. You, like, yeah, you could be, it, it right. is all the way that you're the way you're going to push it. Like, what are you going to use it for? It's, it's, it, it's a good point. It's a really good question. AOWN just had a good, good thought on this. And again, you guys are awesome. Like this is, I wish we could do this show in person every day and have you guys come and be a part right. of the audience and ask questions. Like That'd we've cool. done the show in person in audience and had people sit with us while we did the show, but the conversations before and after were, were like this, but you guys bring up great things. AOWN just said social media is a big reason for the divide. Is it a big reason for the divide? I think it is. I do. I, I cause I, I also think that you can, you can, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. You can live a life that either is a not real or B live vicariously through somebody else's life. That's not your own through social media. So like it's so much of what's on social media, people use and they justify or they use as a barometer for their own life. Like she's got this, he's got that. She's there. He's here. Oh, they look so happy. They look so wonderful. Right. Because everything on social media, nothing's ever real. It's all bullshit, fake nonsense. Right. And so then you spend a lot of time mentally internalizing it saying, I'm not good enough. I, I messed up. I can't believe I let her go. I can't believe that my life is where it is. I'm 35. I'm supposed to be so much better than this, blah, blah, blah. I think social media has been the, the number one, most detrimental thing to society ever. 
because what it does for us in the media, it's great for what it's supposed to have been doing. Supposed to have taken our show, right? And amplify it. It still does that. But instead, it's taken the girl who wants to be naked and amplified her or the guy who wants to show that like, I am, I'm, I'm amazing. I have so much this. I have so much that it's taken the flashy nature. That guy that drove the Corvette in high school that you want to beat the hell of because he beat the hell out of because he was some like cocky prick and given that guy a million followers who want to be just like him. I used to say this all the time while it was happening and I was stuck in an office in a risk room or at a book that I didn't want to work at or whatever, mm-hmm. that social media was going to be the downfall of society. And then the whole time having it, but using it for what I needed it to, which at the time, the reason I got Twitter was because I was writing a ball, a blog called the bullshitters blog, telling stories and writing, practicing my craft, mm-hmm. but just writing stories that I tell all the time that people find entertaining. Jess was like, you should start a blog. You know what? You're right. On top of the other hundred fucking things I got going on, I'm going to start a blog. And I learned how to use WordPress and I started writing and I did it. And then I got on Twitter and that was my original name. Bullshitters blog with a Z. Oh, wow. Bullshit. So all the stories of taking the kids on tournaments and working in a book, they've a lot of them have been written down. That's going to be when we write the book, I'm going to use that as a lot of sources, but you can search out bullshitters blog and you can see these stories from eight, nine, 10 years ago. Hilarious. Mm. But then I started using it for work for information. And I'm in the book and I'm getting the injury reports before injury reports are happening. I'm getting the information in the book before the dime, two dime, five dime bet would come. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is what these guys are using. And I only know because I was asking them, how are you guys getting this information? I'm not telling anybody. I'm not advertising it. Then after the stroke, everything that I have started with with social media. Everything I have. Every opportunity that I've gotten is probably because of somebody seen or saw something on social media. So I have a different mindset of it. I don't think it's as toxic as people. Right. It's as toxic as you make it out to be. It's as toxic. To it, I would say, yeah, I'll say it's as toxic like as you social. allow as what you allow to your eyes to see. Right. You have to use social media. Don't let it use you. Fair. Yes. It's a tool. It's not something that should be controlling you. But how do you tell that to your 13 year old kid? Right. How do you tell that to That's the problem. Right. Right. You guys figure that out. You tell me because I'm going to tell them and I'll use this platform to tell everybody. I agree because Madeline is desperate, desperate to be an influencer right now. She wants to do TikTok, YouTube, like as she, I have put her off, put her off, put her off like a million times. And whenever she gets mad or upset with me, she's like, you told me that you were going to build a blog. You told me you were going to build a YouTube channel. And like, I finally figured out a way of like, I can control it with like a TikTok channel. She wants to do Vegas for kids. And she wants to go and show everything you can do for a kid. And she wants to be the one doing the voiceover and all that stuff. So that's what we're going to do. And we're going to put our movie reviews on there and whatnot. But like she sees so many of these influencers who are targeting our kids. These are adults targeting nine-year-olds and 10-year-olds. And that is up to us as parents to get in front of that, to make sure what they're looking at, we know, and we can follow it. But the number of things that our kids are scrolling past 
I mean, how the hell do we keep track of that? It's impossible. I don't know how many. She's gone through 50 videos in five minutes. Like, <laughs> it's impossible to keep track of that. We don't know what they've seen. Again, we learn so much. I am thankful every day that I'm 53 and have a nine-year-old because I learn so much. And I watch and then I sit and ask, why'd you stop on that video? Because mm-hmm. I don't even think you saw any of them, you know? And she texts me two or three videos a day. Oh, nice. My nine-year-old. Just random videos that she knows will make me laugh or make me think, or she'll drop suggestions through videos. It's it's mind-boggling to me. It's hard as a parent. You want to talk about having nervous feelings about your 18-year-old being holed up in a a lockdown situation in a library. Every day that iPad opens up, I'm like, what are you looking at? What are you, mm-hmm. you going to see today? Thinking you better be on top of it. And it's hard for a lot of single parents yeah. to constantly be monitoring it, especially if your ex doesn't. <laughs> now it's really all on you. You're like, what the hell? Working parents Sometimes you're so tired after you come home from work, you ain't got time to look what they scroll, what they looked up, looked at. Like you're like, so I think we all have a responsibility. If you have the platform, I always, I mean, like sometimes it takes me 15 minutes to hit send on a tweet. Sometimes Hmm. it takes five seconds, Hmm. but there's thought before everything. You're I I'm never getting a tattoo, uh, but I think of yours every day. That one on the arm. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Stop. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Makes you think. I look at it all the time. I and I put it there for a reason. I put it right in front of because when I when I do radio or do speech, I my arms always right in front of me so I can look down and see it. That's why I put it where I put it. All right, Patriots and the Steelers tonight. Thursday night football. Let's get to the game tonight. This the was supposed, irony of all of this. This would have been all of this. A sports gambling show <laughs> called the Bostonian versus the Book. Uh-huh. I'm from Pittsburgh originally. You're from Boston originally. The Patriots are playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Should be the whole show, but it's not. <laughs> it's an hour and ten minutes into the show, and we're addressing this game because it's a it's a, the absolute nothing. This is the most insignificant. This is the worst game. Of the year on Thursday night football. I mean, you can't polish this turn. There were some bad games. Come this on. is the worst. There is nothing. You can't spray enough potpourri incense over this game to get the stench, the stench and the stink off of this thing. Stench. This is, this is gross. <laughs> this is a catastrophic nuclear bomb dump of a game. This is so bad. This is why tonight, oh. good night to be ladies night at a bar. Yeah, Day night yeah. tonight, baby. Yes. We might be out. It Two and ten Patriots, seven and five Steelers, <laughs> Mitchell Trubitsky up against Bailey Zappi. <laughs> the total is 30. 30. Good night. If it gets below 30, we're into historic territory here for an NFL football game. Good night to be shopping on Amazon, not watching a game. There's not a weather problem. This is normally a weather problem. Total wind gusts of 50 miles per hour, negative 10 degree air temperature. Uh, you normally see these numbers. It's going to be a nice night in Pittsburgh. 
over teams, these teams, over this, sorry will these teams, two teams just fucking suck oh boy <laughs> that's what this is five here's my, here's my question to you five we're late army five. navy's army navy's total is 27 and a half this is a great question which game has more more offense army navy or patriot steelers Hmm. <laughs> You're stymied me a little bit. <laughs> We're going under, right? 30 I'm going to under, say, right? I'm going to say, wow, put that in the chat. What do you think the, the boys will say? It's <laughs> a good question. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Prezano said, I wouldn't bet this game with Dave or Matt's money. <laughs> good call, Prezano. I, all my money's going to the wife and the kids anyway. So it doesn't really matter. I don't have much to, to use, but I don't, I don't want to bet this game. I don't want to watch this game. I mean, we're going to be on sports grid. This West is good Gate, news. West I was Gate debating Wendy. on not being on sports grid, but now that I know you're going to be there, we're going to, uh, we're going to do the show. What is going to, I don't, this is a tough vote. 29 and a half. Uh, going to have more offense. I'm going to vote pro. I voted the pro. Westgate Westgate's going to now army Navy is at Gillette. The irony of irony there is that is that Gillette stadium. Yes. Year. So you've got the Patriots. Have you, had, you never went to that while you were twice. There, did you? Oh, you did covered it twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It twice. It's amazing. It's the pageantry is crazy. The, the lead up the whole, the March, the it's awesome. Army Navy is such a cool game. This is such right. a fun, I have a really cool couple of coins that they give you for covering it. And it's it's will awesome. there be a shutout in either game? No. Okay. Trubisky's turning the football over tonight. So is Zappy. Probably so. Okay. But probably strip sack fumble is what I'm probably thinking for Zappy. Percy Roscoe just put in his final score, seventeen to three Pittsburgh tonight. Love it. Let's That's go. There. That's guys great. in the chat watching the show. Put put your final score in there. Let's Can they cover six? It's coming down. It's five and a half. Five. It's five. Five now? Okay. Yeah. It's coming down. It's five and a half. It was come, five and a half. Something painted five. 30 right yep. now. Literally painted 30 every place uh, on that line. Screen. Pittsburgh by three, right? Boy. I mean, this is a must win game for the Steelers. They have to win this game. You are going to be so angry tomorrow on Roll Call Friday if the Patriots <sighs> win, aren't you? I'm going find my I couldn't find the original. Patriots I am going full Pat the Patriot everything tomorrow. Did, this did, they win. This hat is is over 20 years old. This is the second championship for the How for do you the still Patriots. Have that? I have the first one somewhere. I can't find where where the 2000 hat somewhere. This is a 2001. That you have that. This is the 2001 page. Look how basic they used to be. It used to just be champions. Oh, used to be, yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's a logo. It just and says champions. 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 <laughs> That's all it says. There's no. We should, it, we should recreate that with the BVB logo. Oh, BVB champions logo and just champions. 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 <laughs> you know, what? We don't. We don't know. Champions. But, they can't steal Pat's line. But like that's 2110. Uh, 21-10. Whoa. Who's scoring 21 in this game? I don't. Brandon Robert Casella said 21 10. The Patriots have, guys, remember, the Patriots have given up 10 points this year in three games and lost them all. You can't score on this Patriots defense. Trubitsky is not scoring 21 points tonight. Get out of here. Contour (laughs) 4. Contour 22 said 4 2. 
Four two. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I, I can buy that. Will sure. there be a safety? Tonight? Will there be a safety? No. Yes. No. Uh, maybe it's yes. Not be uh, a safety. Trubisky will run out of the end zone like Dan Orlovsky. CBW said five three. How do we get five? Field goal safety. Stop. You can do it. You can do five. I can see five. All field goals. Twelve to three. I, Ross you, Randall. Uh-huh. All field goals. If we Nobody don't see I, somebody do me a favor, go to DraftKings and put, tell, put in the chat. What is the no touchdown scored number for tonight? So sweet Lou from the four, one, two, it's gotta be the lowest yesterday. ever. It's the lowest it's ever. I've ever seen it. Is it? And he said this. You were laying juice. Are you winning like 15 to one? Wow. It's normally like 50. It's a hundred. Yeah. It's Will there be like, a touchdown scored? No. A hundred to one. Yeah. It's a hundred. No, it's 15. 15 one to one five really good shot that, that no touchdowns get scored in this game. Fish killer 73 said two nothing Steelers. I can't wait to hear Al Michaels drone on about how shitty this game is. He's going to be so mad. He's going to call this game. They're going to be making jokes about everything draft Belichick. They're going to go and relive like every championship for the Patriots. <sighs> this is going to be a riot tonight. There is no reason to watch this game. Besides the fact that I have an over eight and a half ticket on the Steelers to win nine games. Right. They got to win for that. They have to win tonight. Patriots must lose out. Got to lose all these games. Get the number two and number three pick in the draft. Because, you know, most likely we're not going to see the, the bears probably aren't taking a quarterback. Maybe they are. I don't know, but the Patriots will have a shot at getting a very good player at the top of the draft. Get the rebuild. This is what the Patriots have not done. You can't be mediocre anymore in sports and rebound. You have to suck. You got to go right to the bottom and start the rebuild. And then you can work your way up like the Astros did. Right. You you can't be this like, well, we're going to be a 500 team and rebuild and then be good. Nope. Doesn't happen like that. Well, for every Astros though, there's a failure and, you know, like what the, the pirates Sixers have been went bad, bad, super bad. I didn't hear words you said there. <laughs> I hope you spit the water out all over your microphone. You son of a, I heard, I heard it. I don't know if anyone else heard it. If you're watching it later, hit rewind. Cause I'm not saying it again. <laughs> They're going to be better. They went over the season win total last year. They did. And when Otani signed, that's bad. Pittsburgh. You don't want to be like you. That's where you guys are. So what do you mean? We're on are. the Ascension. You want to be the worst team in baseball. You want we to be awful. for a long, long time. Leave us alone. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't want to, don't, don't be the pirates. Don't We're be me. talking younger. about the Steelers right now. Please don't. Okay. Talk about the Pirates, right? The Steelers got to win this game, but how they win this game is kind of important for the rest of the season because they're in the hunt. But if they win, like everybody's already put the bullseye on the team, on the Steelers, is to be the team that everybody knows is a mirage and that everybody's going to dump all in on if they make the playoffs against that might be the case. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying I would like a comfortable, let's put up 21 to seven tonight. 21, seven. I mean, we got all these crazy odd scores. Auto just came in and said 17, 10. That's a comfortable score. Good call, Christopher. I just can't see three touchdowns in this game. 
How do, like we're going to see four three, field goals? Three touchdowns? We're getting three? I think I, we see a lot of punts. Punts think? over. Yeah, this is an Iowa football fan's dream. <laughs> like th- this is Iowa porn <laughs> tonight. Whoa, whoa! Here we go. <laughs> this is wait for the bonus time. <laughs> no, it's what it is. People are going to be in love with this. Will there be a two-point conversion tonight? You need a touchdown for a two-point conversion. Fair. So no, the I'm, I'm, not, no. Yeah, I'm no. not sure you're yes. getting a two-point conversion because I'm not sure we're getting a touchdown tonight. I Joe mean, the Fat Panda said nine three Steelers is two hundred to one. You could have some fun with some correct stuff. Yeah, tonight. correct. Exact scores are so difficult. Oh, they're so That's, hard. They're so I mean, hard to nail. I mean, it's, it's really difficult. But so we'll, I, I have a play on this. We'll get to it and better to book it. You do? Uh, yeah. I thought you were passing. Oh, no, I've been in this game. Of course, I've been in this game. I already bet oh, it. Uh, semifinal number one tonight or today. Game tips off in uh, an hour wow. and 15 minutes here yeah. in Las Vegas. Bucks are minus five against the Pacers. The total is 257 and a half, Dave. Like, what are we doing? We're scoring a lot of points. You bitching and complaining. They ain't going to score in a football game. We're going to light it up. It's going to look like Do you think NBA this is- Jam. He's on fire. Woo, Give it, given woo. the way the Pacers played the Celtics in the yeah. quarterfinals, do you think the Pacers are going to play that level, this type of tempo with the Bucks? Well, no, but the books do. The books the do. Betters the betters do. do. Everybody. Fifty-four. It happened. It happened this way for the page for the Celtics in the Pacers game. It opened at two thirty-seven. It closed at two forty-seven. Yeah. This opened at two fifty-four. Now it's two fifty-seven and a half. Under. I think I think this game's going under. Under. Oh, under. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think this is gonna be I think this game's going under today. On top of the fact that it's gonna be a dead atmosphere. No one's gonna be there. Who the hell's going to the two o'clock game? The six o'clock game I get. That's the Lakers. This game, you have to buy your own ticket for this game. This is its own ticket. You need Buck fans or Pacer fans to be there. It's not buy one ticket, get two games. It's individual tickets for each game. Yeah. Um, that was a mistake. It's four hours in between yeah. tips. I just don't think people want to go. Think people, anyone's flying into Vegas today to go to this uh, from Milwaukee or from Indiana. I don't know. I know a couple of the boys at the, uh, at the book at Circa are going cause they're texting me. We'll see you there. Um, I don't know if I'm going, but oh, how are you um, going? And then coming back to do sports grid at five, it's going to be a challenge. <laughs> Good luck with the traffic. I don't know if it's a good idea, but it's a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know. Sitting around in this house right now is a good idea for me either because everybody's home. Everybody's home, and I love uh, all of them. Watch the show. Oh, hi. Right What's going on? <laughs> hi. I got to get her a sweatshirt. Under Lakers, Pelicans. That is going to be a rocking atmosphere. A lot of people are going to be in town for that game tonight. Yeah. Um, and boy, did the NBA boy, do they want the Lakers in the final under the again? No, maybe 31. I like the Lakers to win this game. They're only minus two. I know this is what they do. It's what Lakers do, right? They win meaningless, dumb tournaments. Oh no. Just like the bubble, that bubble championship, meaningless, fake, not real ring. And here he goes. That they're tying, they're claiming they tied the Celtics with. Sure, they did. Right. You travel at all? No. You play a full season? No. Oh, give him a ring. Give him a ring. Let's count it. Oh, yeah, that counts. Sure. 
What'd you play in front of a bunch of avatar people in their underwear? Oh, uh, tough atmosphere. Right, right, right. How'd you, how'd you get on that plane to fly around? Well, no, we walked. You walked. Where'd you live? Disneyland. Disneyland. No, Disney World. Oh, Disney World. Really? Oh, that must have been tough. Yeah. What a joke. We're counting as a championship. The big, I'm not one for big asterisks. That is an asterisk championship for the Dodgers and for the Lakers. Here we go. Not real. Fake. Fake. They get rings for that? I guess so. But so did UCF when they did they claim they won a championship too. That was different. The college football just makes it up. So does so is the, the NBA apparently. You play Nobody a, know what to do. Play a 60 game schedule, play in a bubble, and then play a championship. And because we got to save our TV rights. Oh boy. Bunch of nonsense that is. Lakers have 16 rings, guys. Sorry. More offense poll, by the way, is Army Navy's leading. By 66%. Wow. Third margin. Wow. Hell. How about that? That's okay. Watch this game tonight. What about hockey? Well, we'll get to hockey in a second. Uh, Iowa, Iowa state for our guys in the Midwest is a big game. Sidehawk game for basketball. Did you look at the college basketball slate today, by the way, what happened? Did everyone forget to schedule games? There's no games. (laughs) I didn't know anybody was playing today. There's one game of on, across the entire country. There's one game that has even remote interest in it, and it's Iowa Iowa State. Oh, now you're, doing, now you're doing someone a disservice. There has to be another game. Let me see. Okay, pull it up. Oh, you, you tell oh. me. Tell me. Go ahead, read oh. it. Tell me. Wow. I looked at it. This is the full slate of games. There's only five games, so this is a national takeoff day today. Tell except- me. Tell me. Tell me what game is better than Iowa Iowa State right now in college well, basketball. I, I would have to push back a little bit on the IUPUI Eastern Illinois. Game. Oh, hell my gosh. Yes. The Mac college basketball midweek game is tremendous. It's minus five and the totals 133. This is great a very game. compelling game. Oh, Plus, I like to say ooey pooey. Ooey pooey. Yeah. Great game. That's fun. Those power conference. Indiana what about Purdue. Portland going to play North Dakota State? The line's only two. The totals 148. Tremendous game. Tremendous Big game. game. Tremendous game. It's amazing. This is the only game on the docket. Literally. How did they get punished to be playing tonight? Like, no, I, I think it's smart scheduling. Actually, it makes any college basketball fans going to watch this. Stay away from NFL football. The Patriots and the Steelers. Do you think anybody in the state of Iowa cares about the Patriots and the Steelers? They got the same uniforms. I they bet there's Steelers fans in Iowa. Why? Because they like punting, bad quarterback play and offenses that can't score. I guess so. That's about it. (laughs) They're going to put it on and be like, this looks really familiar. (laughs) This is like watching games on Saturday, watching Pence, watching these two teams play. Schools are from finals week this week. Over. Iowa, Iowa state. That's true. They are. That's true. But kids play in finals week all the time. That's, that's not an excuse for not playing. Whoa. Well, they played Monday. They don't play again until Saturday. UNLV plays Tuesday. That's finals week. They play their biggest non-conference game of the year during finals on Tuesday. Mm. Mm. So it doesn't final finals. That doesn't matter. All right. Oh, I did this game. I have no idea. I didn't. Over. I literally doing this show sometimes is so enlightening for me because I didn't know there was a college basketball game. Style <laughs> yeah. game basketball. I'll take, I'll take the over. If I had to lean one way, I'd lead Iowa state's way, but okay. If Iowa. 
is hot from the outside that the game's going to go over. Early look at tomorrow. I just scrolled down to see if tomorrow was like today. St. No. Peter's is at Duquesne, and Duquesne's a 14-point favorite. Oh, so, beautiful game. Yeah. Uh, we're getting another event here in Vegas. The 2024 NHL draft will be held at the Sphere. How about this? Yeah. It's all going to come full circle. My wife was the kid that went up to, um, I believe it was Timo Solani, Keith Kachuk, all these young hockey stars um, from our, one of my best friends in life, Rob. Okay. They were dating. He had a card store. They went to the drafts and sent Jessica up to sign all the cards. So she's been to the NHL draft. I have never been to right. one. She's been multiple times up in Montreal and Quebec city and did all this stuff. So I can almost guarantee that we will go to the draft just to bring our lives full circle. Nice. Together. Well, the severe is going to be amazing. It's going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. I mean, it's going to be TV will not do it justice. I'll tell you that right now. And this might be the last time the NHL has a centralized draft. Yeah. They're going to do it just all remotely now. Yeah. They, uh, they spun it like people want to work in their offices and they don't want to travel to someplace. And, no one wants to go to it. Right. It's a hard okay. sell. It's like baseball. It's a hard sell. It's a very hard sell, but they could, they're putting it in the sphere because the building was taken. What building? T-Mobile. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I think it's, way, it's it. smart. I think it's smart to do it in the sphere. Right. The way oh my you, gosh! When you, you can, do you some can, reading. Oh my goodness! You could do some really cool stuff with it. Yeah, Hunger Game type stuff. See the Hunger, Hunger Games? Games. Do you see the Hunger Games? I loved it. You know when they put the the people who died to put them up on the screen, put them up on top of the on top of the dome when they died. You can do that with a draft. You put their you put their all their like oh, you put the draft order up. Be unbelievable! Be so cool. You put it on the inside. You put it on the outside. Oh, problem, yeah. problem with the NHL draft is that you may know who the number one pick is. And after that, you're like, like wait baseball. a second. Yeah, who? What? what? Where is he from? Who? He's 16 year old from Saskatchewan. <laughs> Be here in three years. Put the jersey on kids. Yeah. Smile. <laughs> a Norwegian, a guy from Norway who's going to be here in five years. Yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's true. All right. You want hockey here? Your hockey plays before we let go of sports go. grid. Bruins are laying $3. Gets Buffalo tonight. Buffalo's struggling. Tuka Rask is the emergency backup goaltender tonight for the for, for the Bruins. So instead of having some random guy, because sometimes they do, they have a random dude in the building. Tuka is that guy tonight. Oh. So both goaltenders have to be hurt for him to live be put in Boston in. or do you fly he does. in for this? He does. He lives in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Tuka. He, lives, he lives in the same building that my aunt and uncle have a condo in Boston. Oh. I've bumped into Tuka many a times at the uh, there's a coffee shop at the bottom of the of the building. And I've seen Tuka m- numerous times. And that's when I first learned that goaltenders are skinny fucks. And I right. went, he looks oh. enormous with all his pads on. And then when he has a suit on, he's a stick figure. Pitt is playing Washington state in the women's volleyball championship right now, regional semifinal on ESPN. The this cutaway is- between shots. Yeah. Is the Permani brothers? They're okay. making the sandwiches right now. I wasn't even hungry. Now I'm starving. Okay, fine. Okay. The French fries on okay. the sandwich. Okay, stop. With the coleslaw, like the sabers of the ruins. 
What's the like about the Sabres? Nothing. Uh, Sharks went three and zero ATS in New York City. They're at Detroit. It's minus one ten on the puck line. Yeah, Detroit's winning this game. Are they covering the puck line? It I feels feel like comfortable regulation. Sharks are getting a house tonight. Are they not? Yeah, I said that the other night to you. Yes, because if they don't get if they don't get housed tonight, they're getting housed in two days here against Vegas. Someone's going to take them behind the woodshed. They've been, I mean, they scored three goals in the third period against the Islanders. No, it wasn't the Devils, right? Who did they just play? No, it was Devils. The last game was the Islanders. Uh, Rangers Islanders. Yeah, against the Islanders. I mean, ugh, up 4-1. I'm sitting on a ticket. I'm up 4-1. I'm like, this is great. We got the puck line. We're all good. Goal. My phone starts buzzing. Goal, goal, goal. They won 5-4 in overtime. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, Detroit in regulation feels Fair. more comfortable with me than the puck line. Right. But, um, it's gonna be expensive. Detroit, Detroit right? Wow. Auto said first period draw. He loves that bet. He, he loves, loves that bet because, because they're, they've been a pain in the ass. The Sharks are a pain in the ass right. in the first period, right. either one, one or zero, zero. Right. right. They just, they, that's what they've been doing on this road trip. It's just that they've been competitive in the first period in particular. Uh, the Coyotes have won five straight. They're home against Philly. The game's a pick them. Can they go to six? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. This is six straight if they win this? Them and Edmonton, the two hottest teams in hockey. Something brewing in, in Arizona, huh? Well, they're young and they're really, they're good. They're getting good goaltending too. They are. As long as you get good goaltending, you can play with anybody, hang with anybody. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, first thought is that uh, Arizona aside. Wow. Under? On a pick. Six? Maybe. Under. It's hard better to bet under. It. It's hard to bet under. Bonus time, but it's I, hard to bet under. Six. Better to book six, I'll book it. Under, I said. Yeah, I, I just, it's hard to bet. Up. It's hard to bet under right now. In hockey. Right, right. <laughs> There's no, you know, we're not getting many two-one hockey games right now, and going on. And then finally, uh, on the opposite, the Kraken have lost five games in a row. They're at home against the Devils. Mess. Who start their 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 West Coast swing? Well, they started it in Vancouver the other night. All right, okay, and they went way over. I was at five six five game over. They were destroying Vancouver. Vancouver tied it with one minute to go, and then they lost with 30 seconds to go. Um, over. Yeah. Over. And I would play the Devils at this price. I think they, I think something's going on bad in, in Seattle, and the numbers already come down at circuit because how can Seattle be getting plus whatever it is, plus 125, plus at home. 120 at home? Makes sense, but not yet. Seattle's going to turn it, but the Devils are flying. I mean, I can be surprised if it doesn't go over by 15-minute point of the third period. Guys who are on SiriusXM and listening on SiriusXM and watching on SportsGrid, thank you for being here. We'll be back tomorrow for a big Roll Call Friday. If you want to be able to listen to the podcast, any part of the show, bonus time. If you ever miss the show and want bonus time, it's always on the podcast audio-wise. QR codes on the screen, open your phone's camera, point it right at the QR code. It will take you to Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe and listen to BVB 
whenever and wherever you want. If you guys are live on YouTube or live on Twitter, do not move. You guys are getting bonus time. All right. Uh, this is, a, is an interesting article on sportshandle.com today. Yep. Could the leagues be facing a massive lawsuit in the future due to injury reports? This article will be addressed in a regular time tomorrow as well during the, during the show. Okay. <laughs> you just tell me that beginning and I'll put it there. <laughs> I'll move it up. I'll just tease it. Then we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll address all it right. all tomorrow. There it is. All BVB right. bonus time. We're going to address this tomorrow. In sportsbook and teams cozy up, a winning lawsuit by a better is not a long shot. Legal minds think that the time is coming where a court may not look so kindly on questionable injury reporting like what happened with the Bengals and the wrist injury that's was going on with Joe Burrow. So uh, we'll we'll get into that and we'll address that coming up tomorrow. I can't wait to address that. <laughs> tomorrow. And if you're a lawyer oh. and you're still watching and listening to the show, reach email out. Email us at askthebvb at gmail.com, please of why you think this would be a case because I don't have a fucking clue, <laughs> but <laughs> I can't wait to address it tomorrow. <laughs> Time for better. All right. Better to book a time. Same game teasing Steelers to a pick under 36. This is job requirement, right? Yes. Okay. Why? But uh, I would bet this anyway. This I is like ridiculous. This you want this aggravation? Like the kids say, you want this smoke? Of 36? Yes, I'm good with the Hicks, thing. Under what 30. if they lose? You're going to be, be so aggravated. Yes, I'd be mad, doubly mad because the it Patriots won. It. it is worth Take it. Take the points up in a game that the total's 30. Patriots are not going to score. They're not Going to score. But the line is five. You get 11. They lose by 10 and you still win. 14 3. I guess that covers. 17 3. I don't. <laughs> okay. 17 3. I don't cover. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, 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 the, the point spread. 17 3. I don't cover. No way. I'm not getting. The Patriots are. Go, I put it this way. In my brain, I have handicapped this game. Going close, actually going over. I think 24 10 is really possible. Oh. Oh. I think, I think 24 10 is really possible. I think 24 3 is really possible. Oh. Okay. I think the Patriots are going to turn the ball over. I think there's a real possibility that Bailey Zappi gets destroyed. TJ Watts playing, right? Yeah. Okay. As far as I know. Goodbye. Goodbye. Patriots offensive line, it's horrible. They will not be able to block him at all. And there's going to be a just, they have no receivers. They have no running game. The starting running back is ancient. Ezekiel Elliott is not moving the football for the Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson's hurt. He's out. Okay. You got Pop Douglas, who's a fun player, but he's not going to hurt anybody for the Steelers. They can't block. They can't run. They can't throw. They can't catch. You tell me how the Patriots are going to go to Pittsburgh on Thursday night on a short week mm. and win. This should be an absolute blowout. And the reason why I like under 36 is that 30 to three, I still win. Oh, man. So your team total bet. <laughs> 
that scares me because of the second bet because I looked at it. Okay. But I'm betting Trubisky to throw a pick. You're all over the place with this. I'm scared of that. Both teams are going to suck tonight. Zappy's minus 180 got, throw a pick. We got minus a bunch of people still here watching the BVP yep. bonus time again. Thank you all for being here and watching the show and hanging with us this long or just joining us like our friend John Merges uh, down up? in Florida. John nice. just came in and uh, said to say hello. He was checking in on both of us uh, based on yesterday's events. Yeah, a lot of people right. didn't know about yesterday and then you know, or just finding out now or just getting to their social media and going, holy crap, are you guys okay? How are the kids? Everything's fine right now. Um, I'll ask the chat, would you better book Matt's same game teaser? Because I, I I don't know if it's worth it, but I would book it. I, I would. I did, By the way, C- CNB- CNBC just posted the segment that we just did on uh, <laughs> a financial analyst on CNBC implied that legalized sports betting could be to blame for young men, not getting married, not dating and not having sex. <laughs> I hope they say they heard two guys talking about you're welcome guys. Which is the book. <laughs> really? We appreciate you. That's Thank great. You. That's, That's great. great. CNBC is talking about. Yeah. Where's CNBC based? Ooh, New York, right? New York city. I mean, it's gotta be. Yeah, we love those guys. Trubisky. So why am I all over, all over the place? Because you got Trubisky to throw a pick. You got I under. Do. I do. Under could lead to over because of the pick. No, that's why I have 36. Over 31 is, right. you know, if it goes to 31, it goes over, but not under 36. Yeah. Well, I feel like you, you, you have to have him to throw a pick. Yes, both guys, but it's 180 for, for <laughs> Who has success running the football today? I think the Steelers could have a little bit of success. A little bit. Mm. Remember when we watched Iowa and we counted the number of punts and the games would fall 15-13, right? Right. That's what this game feels like to me. It's going to be 28. Total's going to be around 28. Steelers win by one or two. Everyone's going to leave so shaking their head. Think all of that, like take plus 11 and go under 36. No, because the pay, the blowout potential is really there. It's high. Okay. The blow, and I win. Like you guys I, are watching the show, right? Like, is yeah. he being like literally bizarre world? Like 30 no, I'm, seconds I'm ago, I'm telling you, you the difference. I'm telling you the reason why I like Steelers at a pick and the under every scenario that I'm giving you, I win. Except if I take it up to 12, that's the worry. Okay. If you pull it down, if the Steelers win by one or they win by 30, I'm good. Okay. As long as they win 30 to three, I'm good. All right. That's why I did what I did. Because I, don't, throw pick, I say bet it. Yes. And then under two, seven and a half pacers in the bucks. I have to say bet this too high. It's too high. I don't know. How many of these guys have been to Vegas period in their life? Let alone and how many of these guys have played in this play building. That, yeah. That's the first time they're walking in this building is today. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, and what they get here yesterday, <laughs> last night. Yeah. Get it out of your system on Wednesday, boys. The game's on Thursday. <laughs> Vegas hangover. I don't know, but I know I don't want a two o'clock game to go over two fifty seven at the beginning. 
Now, if they get there and they're shooting lights out, then the rims are soft and all that other stuff that you hear, you'll know. I think you'll know this this in-game could move drastically. I asked a friend of ours, are you going to the game? He lives in town. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be a tremendous betting opportunity. I'm not going to the game. A guy like that's probably not looking for a title shot. <laughs> that's fine. Right. I said, why don't you get out just to see people? Oh, I got to work. I got to I gotta bet the game. Okay. Never mind. But Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, under- I'm on. I, I bet under two, two for seven and a half. Under them. Yeah, I bet under. I can't. I, I just can't do it. Yeah. You booking it or betting it? Bet it. Okay. Super chat questions answered. Uh, only one coming in here. Uh, yeah, Jason Casey, TJ Watt is playing. Said Dave, I asked the same question. I, I wanted to make sure he's playing, but I'm pretty sure he's playing. So I'm sure he's playing. Why wouldn't he be playing? Ankle injury. Come on, we need this game. You do need tape it up. Let's go. You do need that game without a doubt. You do this game. Um, just one. It comes from big business. You talked about Tani already, but a lot of Yankee people saying Rizzo out Cody in. Who's Cody for the Yankees out Rizzo could be, I mean, it's possible. I mean, they're annoyed as hell with Rizzo. He was so bad last year. Huh. Go with somebody. I mean, I, yeah, but I'm just talking about what the lineup is right now. But Rizzo could be out. Sure. The, I doubt the Yankees are done. I doubt Soto's the last piece that they're going to make. Blake Snell, most likely, I'm going to say Blake Snell's a Yankee. So me and you today at six o'clock Pacific. Yeah. I'm not really too pleased about that. So just put the sport code on, leave the Patriot hat on. We'll do the whole shtick. They get mad at me. I do that. Nobody's nobody's gonna get mad at you. Blame it on me. <laughs> it's for the show. You wear that Patriot hat, I'll wear the Steeler hat. We'll come on, we'll do the show. Right. Taylor. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I wonder if you think she has. How do you come up with a lot of props for tonight? <laughs> Unders on everything. Totals 30. Unders on everything. We got people. Would you use this game in a contest? I forgot today was Thursday. We're getting people putting in picks. Oh. Not use, but they're not using tonight, though. Oh, 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 oh. oh. They just sent in the picks, but they're not using tonight. Oh, okay. You okay, can't okay. use tonight. Tonight would just come How on. How would you use tonight as one of your best five games in a week? You would take the Steelers, but. Would I mean, you? Would you? I mean, you would. If you, if, yeah, man, that's they, the move. For either, they got Trubisky. I think it's the. Robinson and the parallelograms already took all the sixes. Damn. That's, Huge that's, list of unders for Mr. C. Yeah, under everything. Under everything. But bet under everything. <laughs> under everything. Everything about today is what? Show. The, 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 the fact that we got this uh, two hours to share with each other and people is, is is absolutely amazing. But yesterday was a really, really another test of um, what it's like to be a parent and what it's like to be connected to young people. Mm. Um, not just my own daughter. Um, you know, I saw those kids come in when we were eating dinner and I just, I, my heart went out to them. And then like, I found out that Sienna, was in that building. I'm going to go find her. 
I'm gonna, we're going to FaceTime something. They were, the girls were on the phone and they, they didn't want to wake me up because they knew how tired I was. Met, yesterday was one of the most mentally taxing days I've had in a decade because not that I didn't know what to do, the lack of being able to do anything and feeling helpless was the worst feeling ever. And mm. those of you that have reached out, Matt said at the beginning, I'll say it at the end. I'm going to try to reach out back to you, every single one of you. And I can't thank you enough for checking in. How are you? How's your family? How's your daughter? All the different questions. How's Matt? Is everything okay? Do you need anything? You know, I had guys that are living in LA, ready to get in the car, like just to come. Do you need anything? I'll be there in four hours. No, I'm, we're good. Thank you. But knowing that that was in the back pocket or that it's there at the drop of a push of a button was so comforting. Mm. And um, just want to say thank you. I mean, they're going to, I just got a text from Big Consent Kylie. They announced two of the people, the identities of two of the people. Students, are, students or no students? I didn't open it up yet. Uh, I'll open it up right this now. This is my fear. This would happen on the air. Uh, no, these are not students. They're faculty. Yeah. See, this is like, this was a weird, this is a weird thing. I was going in my brain. I was like, if you killed faculty, which is what I am of. Right. Like he, I can almost, I, I like, if you do the, the, the mental gymnastics of like why he would go after someone there. He wasn't after students. So a part of me feels relieved that like this wasn't an attack on the students. Right. But then the other side of me says, well, then now my colleagues got attacked. Like people I worked with. Yeah. And the, ch the chances of me knowing them is if they worked in the, in the journalism department, I knew them, but if they worked in the, in the business department, I did not, I don't know what job he was applying for. Patricia Navarro, 39, was assistant professor of accounting at UNLV. Okay. 39. And Cha John Jang, also known as Jerry, was a professor of business at UNLV. Jerry was uh, 64. Patricia oh. was 39. Goodness gracious. Literally just opened it up right now. For they went to work. They went to work. And didn't come home. At a school. We got people that go to work that this is their job and you pray for them every day between policemen and EMT people locally and people that are in the military service here and everywhere else and whatever. People at the bottom of the list of having to go to work and worrying about coming home is probably professor, teacher stuff. It's sad as hell. Doesn't make sense. But you, if you're, I mean, as speaking as a professor, what you're worried about is a student who is not stable. Yeah. You don't worry. You don't think it's going to be an adult, a 67 year old adult who applied for a job and you said no. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, there's, 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 there's no words for that. That's... The other favorite thing about today was going to be how you said about 
not being able to go anywhere and, you know, have that workplace camaraderie, whatever we have it. My favorite thing about today is that we have it for two hours right here. Yeah. There's people doing their jobs that come here to talk to each other in the chat and listen to us go back and forth and talk about things. We've replaced what we don't have, p with this. Fair. No, you're right. 100%. I toured with yeah. such good people yeah. keep showing up for us, with us, and bringing people with them. Right. At the beginning of every show, I say, go tell them, go get them. <laughs> I mean, somebody. Just right. bring them to the show. Because I think we can hold their attention long enough, and they can feel a part of something that they may not have. For people that have stuff or have other shows, we're not for them right now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something we got some value in this thing. Um, my favorite thing about today to kind of make it go full circle, Matt Rafferty, you guys may know him from the discord channels or the live chat. Uh, Matt R he goes by, it's his handle a lot of times. Yep. He was, I think the first semester, I think, he, but he was the first semester I taught in person. So my second semester ever, he was my student. He's become, he's a pretty big gambler now. He's of, he's of age. He graduated UNLV. And he wrote this to me last night that I want to read because I think it symbolizes a lot. He said, as a kid from Vegas, I wanted to say thank you. Similar to what Dave had said, listening to you guys yesterday was incredibly therapeutic for me as I was home alone when I found out what had happened. There's not much you can say as something like this is going on. And I thought you and Dave did an outstanding job navigating through it all yesterday. I am beyond grateful that everyone I know, including yourself and your loved ones, are all safe and okay. Thank you for shedding some light on an issue that's difficult to process. Please let me know if there's anything you need. And thank you for everything you were doing, not just for UNLV, but for the community as a whole. I thought that was, that's a 24-year-old kid. So part of the brigade watches her stuff watch the show every day. One of my students who I have kept in contacted with and, and, and been, you know, conversing with, he bets NASCAR. He's a big Nebraska kid from Nebraska, a Nebraska fan. So we had a, we had a quick, you know, once he took the course, it was easy. <laughs> like he right, knows NASCAR, right. he knows Nebraska. We're like, Oh right. yeah, let's go. Right. Like sports gambling. It was, it was perfect. Right. So for Maddie, awesome. thank you for writing that. I appreciate that. Thank you everybody else who wrote that, but I wanted to bring that to light because that made me, you know, as a kid who's from Vegas, went to UNLV, that we were able to help him while he was home alone yesterday. Reason number, put it on the list, why we do the show. Amen. This is why we do the show. Big show tomorrow. Roll call Friday tomorrow. Should be Big a fun. show tomorrow. You can see Woo! us in four hours on Sports Grid coming up here for the Patriots <laughs> and the Steelers. That's going to be a fun opportunity. Where? the hat. Yeah, we'll see about that. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow for a roll call Friday for BVB.